0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical
1: costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to
0: supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com
2: it's the drink talking with the thinking drinkers ben mcfarland and tom sandon And mistress of wine, Sam Caporn. All the booze, news, and views. From absinthe to zinfandel. The drinks cabinet is now open. Welcome back to another episode of It's The Drink Talking. My name is Sam Caporn. I'm the wine expert on the show, and I'm joined by the lovely Tom and Ben. Hello, Sam. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thanks very much. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Right. I am pushing straight on today. Yeah,
3: We haven't got time to waste (laughs) today. No. (laughs) No, We're busy people. We're busy busy,
1: lives. We've got people to see, things to do. We all need a drink, so let's get on with it.
2: Great, let's, let's get up <laughs> with it. I am doing Spit and Swallow, and I'm starting with my swallow. So, um, unless you've been under a rock for the last however long, we have an impending royal wedding oh, yeah, around yeah, the corner. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, I'm a huge fan of uh, Meghan Markle.
3: Really? I'm yeah. a huge fan of her, probably for different reasons. Uh, I've no, got, probably the same. Really? I've got a, sw- really? <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple,
1: of, a couple yeah. of removed... Uh, associations with her, so I know someone who knows someone who's been at her best friend's wedding. Uh, I know someone who will be at the wedding, so... Oh. Does that excite you? Is no, sort of no
2: that... not so much. That's a little bit removed. Yeah, but no, I just <laughs> I won't um... be there. irrelevant.
1: <laughs> so... Will you be there? Would you go and <laughs> observe a royal wedding and from if the I was streets? Asked. Oh, no, oh no 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 no! Not no I'm not in, I'm really track. into
2: crowds. I don't really like that kind of stuff. No, but I think Harry's always come across as a really cool guy, and I think they seem like a great couple and very <laughs> philanthropic. I think that's the thing that appeals there. Yeah. but the thing that they my swallow, not just that I'm. Um, I am a bit of a royalist I've got to say is the fact that they might be looking at extending the pub hours right for the, over the well, weekend or the royal good. wedding so I think you know what it's nice to have something to celebrate something really kind of credible a love story is an exciting thing a royal wedding but hang on the, the hang nation hang on likes right. It, right? I thought
3: we had 24 hour licensing anyway I thought that you could open well you'd
1: have to but you have to you have to apply for you have it. to have a proper license for that don't you but they're going to give extended hours so you can, to if, anyone if, who if if wants you're to you're just...
3: some blood splattered tanking house. That one day is not allowed to open beyond 11. You can go to one o'clock. Yeah, it's just the Hellholes of London, will It's be a four week consultation plan
1: snack.
2: on it to see whether they're going to extend the hours as they did, in fairness, for Prince William's wedding and the Queen's 90th birthday. To be so there's quite though, a lot of precedent bit, there. They
1: are a bit better, aren't they? I mean, William is actually going to be. King. I mean, Harry is a bit of a second-rate royal, isn't he? In that yeah, case. but he's done better in terms of the <laughs> ladies. I think. Yeah. Did you see the interview they did when they got engaged? It yes. was quite. I didn't think. Yeah, it but imagine if I sat down insincite. and put the camera. No, no. On you but I just meant it was, wife, bit, it, was be be like... it was a bit staged. It was a bit. Of course it is. They were cooking a chicken. Do me a favour. They were cooking up a roast chicken. Yeah, we were making a chicken, weren't yeah, we? Were chicken, and then he asked I was me, me, "Shut up, were you? Someone is <laughs> cooking a chicken for you. Don't give us that nonsense. You had an entire army, my sister once went out with someone who was a servant in Buckingham Palace and I tell you what, there's a lot of people there
3: who, who are cooking shit for Harry. So uh, he's not pulling out the giblets or anything I like that? I, I don't hang know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I wouldn't on. know, I thought but that it just seemed, felt a bit. No, I disagree. Oh, you, you thought it was natural.
1: Well, that's what they wanted you to think. Well, yeah, They don't I, um, live a natural life. Well, it's not natural. They're not they're like us. To, in the real world But they're trying to, they I think, for the point. That's one of the privileges. Sorry, <laughs> it's not the real world.
3: In a real world, someone like Meghan Markle would not be going out with a ginger squaddy. I mean, that is really not going to happen. Look at him. It yeah. is He's a nice guy. I'm not saying
2: I fancy him. <laughs> okay. I'm saying he can no. probably cook his own chicken. And uh, I like the fact that he said dinner, not supper.
3: Why? I like, su- what? yeah, I like supper. I got supper's I a bit to bring posh. back.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> bring back dinner.
3: All tea. Is forgiven. Tea. Yeah. tea that's tea. 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 What you should have said is tea. Now, um, <laughs> one of the things you should be drinking for the rural wedding is, and we tasted it recently, we'll do more on this, called King's Ginger. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. topical. Well, he's not going to be king, but he's in line to be king. And he's ginger. And uh, it was named after Edward IV. Is that wow. right? Well, you Shit. put it out there, but I hope you know. One a, one, one, I'm one, whoever, whoever the guy was who was a bit of a rogue, he had tattoos. He took the throne after Queen Victoria. He had 20 Daimlers and he was, he was a real woman's man mm. and uh, used to lots of infidelity, lots of naughtiness. and you're totally so,
2: boycotting. It so, sounds so like he should
1: be a legend. But also, <laughs> Dubonnet, because that was a Queen Mum's drink, wasn't it? She like gin and it. Can you both... Shut up. So what do, what? They must drink wine. Or what are they going to drink at the royal wedding? This is the question. I'm going to drink you English what? wines. <laughs> i <I'll laughs> <I'll laughs> tell you what. You're both taking wines? some
2: amphetamines. Can you
1: just No, but the other thing... Now? You well, on this. Sam, no.
3: You put it out But anyway, he's... You want to swallow it. are There's a lot of similarities between... Between <laughs> Harry and Edward the Fourth Stroke, Edward the Seventh. I can't remember. Yeah. I think it's the seventh. Some son. similarities. The son of Victoria, in so much as they're a little bit playboy. Have
2: you seen Wonder <laughs> Woman? Wonder Woman. Have you seen the movie? Seen it. Apparently,
1: no. it was one of the top grossing films of the year.
2: No, but just it's about based around the Second World War, and I had to explain to Wolf that it did actually happen. And what, Wonder lot's... Woman. No, <laughs> you're filling <in> his <laughs> But all I can say is, um watch it. Okay. Really good, yeah, but not female very good. empowering, very kind of good female role. And She is just so hot.
1: But on the topic of film, the uh, the Royal Brothers apparently mm-hmm. were at the, on the set of the Star Wars and allegedly are in the new Star Wars film as well. Allegedly it got cut. Uh,
3: oh, okay. I heard the cameos got cut. If they cut. were in Stormtroopers, mm. they could no, be. No, I heard that, that um, got cut. But, OK, just go back to what's happening with drinking yeah. in the Royal, yeah. w- Royal Wedding. English sparkling
2: wine. It's got to be. Gotta
3: be. It's got to be all wine. English. Right, English right, all English British. British, British, British. British, well, yeah, British, and, British and she's yeah.
2: American, so I imagine there would be some Californian wine. No, no, no,
3: beer. no, no, no. She's
1: no, no.
2: coming here.
3: She's yeah, just, well, I think all,
2: we can. Although, I mean, that's a bit
1: weird as well, She can bring some. But, Surely they should get married where she's from.
2: Isn't that the tradition? It seems a, a bit a, tight. Again, I think it's a nod to the royal family. But it's only yeah.
1: Windsor, isn't it? Because yeah. it's not a real. It's not the real
3: royals. Not, no, uh, <laughs> just a country house. Anyway,
2: yeah. so moving on. That is my swallow. Good, good. Um, good one. Just royal wedding. Bring it on. Lovely weekend and it's it's FA Cup day drinking. as well. Hey, hey, here's an a few idea, guys. On.
1: Let's do a royal special ahead of the weekend. Oh, yeah. We'll
3: tell them what they should be drinking. Yes, lovely. Yeah, so that king's ginger. I'll tell you more about that and I'll get the name of the king right. we get some good English bits. Get some
1: stuff that Prince Charles
3: will be all over with his duchy. It'll be called past the duchy to the left-hand side. Okay, what's your spit then, And then my
2: spit, well, actually, it's thanks to Ben here. Ben introduced me to the website called...
3: Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, 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 No. No. a drink.
2: Bar Life.
3: Oh, Oh, yes. UK.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. our friends um, Simon and Andy write that.
2: Oh, it's very funny. So Ben flicked me a link. that was (laughs) basically... Well,
3: well, uh, back on the
1: the sites he likes to use.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's basically a piss take of the... Trends, the trendy trends of barmen, and um, things like the whole terroir, natural wine, yeah. biodynamic wine, oh, orange wine, Natural. Yes. basically and
3: stuff that tastes like hamsters. I know the, where the, this is the, going.
2: T- Yes, which, as you know, I'm very anti. Kind of these massive trends in wine and jumping on sort of drink bandwagons, and it, I mean this was very tongue in cheek. It was basically saying um, you should put Sprite in everything, drink lots mm. of Savvy Blanc, dilute everything with ice.
3: It's part of a campaign that has started in part by Gar- part Gareth us, Evans and Liam Davy, who, who are very funny very fellas and very educated and big. But they've started drink. their campaign called War on Wine. Ter- mm.
2: uh, Simon Board is what I was going to say.
3: Well, I think, <laughs> I
1: think it's good because. <laughs> they're speaking my language as we know in terms of my price point and co-op
3: but I think Um, you should you should get get in touch with them because I think having a martyr of wine behind their campaign <laughs> yeah, yeah, will give it yeah. some gravitas. Yes, great, yeah. do it. Um,
2: obviously they've gone slightly to a side I'd struggle with, like putting a sprite in the wine and mm. and ice cubes and some things I discussed before in podcast that I'm am a little anti because it dilutes a flavour which I'm all about. But like and all it, campaigns
3: you need to go extreme and then bring it back to what you really want um, to make a noise.
2: The anti snobbery <laughs> ethos that they oh, yeah, are maybe not you know, going against... Well, you know, what they're championing, i.e. going against the snobbiness, Mm. is something I fully support. So I spit on... The snobbiness that they are railing against and as good. well. Well, we it's quite agree. funny
3: because Liam Davies' bar, Bad Sports, is directly opposite. Uh, oh, it's in the old kebab house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's opposite the. A Porsche wine shop. Uh, anyway, I'll tell so you that was. Sager, um, and Sager, Sager and Wild. Sager and Wild. I said to you, what I've
2: never been. Okay. Lovely. But really very nice guys. Yeah, it's very no, really funky, But a, actually, a shit.
1: very new approach to wine. Yeah. Great wines so that you don't have to buy by the bottle, you can have them by the glass. So actually demystifying and making it a bit more accessible. Which is what they're talking about democracy of wine drinking. And that's. The, the wine yeah. world has done a masterful marketing job on us all to the point where we all feel out of our depth a bit. And what they're doing is they're just busting those myths. So it's oh, good. More power to I agree. Them.
2: Exactly. So that was my swallow and spit. Spit mm. or swallow. And now we are doing a tasting. Hands up who's doing a tasting
0: today. It's me. It's Ben. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
2: You're listening to It's The Drink Talking.
3: I am um, celebrating. Oh, actually, no, I'm not. January's sort of culmination at the end of January, we have Burns Night. Oh, 25th. No. Uh, yeah. Now, I have a problem with Burns tonight. I find what? it so boring. Never celebrated it. it. Oh. I've never been to right. one, God, ever. I've got what? to do another
0: whisky feature. Oh, just <laughs> <not>. but, <laughs>
3: but have you ever been to a proper one? No, never. I've mean, been this, to one. I've been to a proper one. It's all
1: one. a little bit sort of... You yeah. say that, however, I'm not going to just contradict you for the sake of it, but remember we did that old mental home... Forage, yeah, yeah, we From that it. Burns night yeah. went off the hook. It that, was was amazing. That, that was good, that was good, that was good. But and... there was,
3: yeah, but that wasn't a traditional, but a traditional mm. Burns night. I used mm. to go out with a Scottish girl, mm. we went to a Burns night, and it was pretty tedious. There's bringing out the haggis, yeah. there's a lot of earnest poetry. Mm. This brings me on to another Cake. little thing. Cakes. thing I have a problem with is men who are not that Scottish mm. wearing kilts, mm. purely to peacock at <laughs> some kind of party. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you're not born in Scotland or you don't have Scottish parents, you shouldn't be wearing a kilt. It's a dress. It's a dress. It's a I skirt. think it's a good thing. It's a skirt. And also, in this
1: dress. current climate of promiscuity being attacked and, yeah, rightly so, people... Gender behavior, yeah. And all the rest of it, though. I mean, not wearing underwear... Yeah, I don't think that's a Hashtag good idea Hashtag me too yeah, I don't think that's no, wise No, no, no We've got to do is get a yeah. Bit of wind up here yeah, And yeah. suddenly decent exposure And all of a sudden Someone from
3: 40 years ago Will say there was a gust of wind yeah, And I saw his and, dinky And you end up In a court of law <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And you're having to defend not yourself not going through that again I don't think it's fair It's just not fair
3: So anyway
2: I hate umbrellas Okay, well,
3: to meet that's good. What, right, well, <laughs> in, well, in a wedding?
2: No, I was walking here today and some twat in front of me was taking up the whole naffing pavement with her umbrella. And I thought, surely in 2018, someone can come up with well, something do. better than the umbrella. Have uh, you
3: been to Japan or China? I'm not sure no, which one. neither. I think it's Japan. <laughs> and they're basically little Sounds headbands like, yeah. with a sort of mini umbrella. umbrella. It's <gasps> a bit like a lampshade. Mm.
2: Wicked. So that's so less selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only going to
3: cover in your hair. Personal I space. You, I don't care about my hair. No, 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 it's my no. It pants. Like, I don't want my trousers and not getting ha- piles. The the ha- are
1: you piles. You're piles. American? Well, you're worried about get... your
2: pants? Do you my, mean? My, my it...
1: underpants, because oh. I don't want a damp area around my bottom. I don't want to get piles. When was the last time? <laughs> when don't was the last?
2: <laughs> wet pants give you piles. Sitting on damp
1: things gives you piles. Yeah, and cold stones. And you should know, as a grapes expert, you should know all about the roids. Come on God Come on. Where's your knowledge You You need to know this For your son This is life yeah, Life don't, knowledge
3: do not, do not sit down On cold <laughs> oh, uh, you know stone this? walls Yeah Damp like Cold Anyway <coughs> Burns Night yes. Is boring And mm. if you actually Do any research On Rabbi Burns The poet oh. It's the kind of Last thing He'd ever want to be Involved in Because he was a real player He was a he fathered like 15 he children, or something like that. He was a massive animal. boozy. He was mm. a really bawdy and sort of ballsy Scottish poet. Much, much more interesting than Wordsworth and and that. So the idea that we have this pomp and ceremony and this sort of pompous Scottish nonsense, I can't stand it. But anyway. Mm. So what are you It's a great, of, it's it's a great of, excuse to drink whiskey, but also <laughs> wow. he was a big beer drinker. A lot of people mm. don't realise this. And so what I've got for you today is two Scottish beers that Ooh. have both been aged in whiskey barrels. Ooh, well, I'm gonna now, learn um, a little bit about Scottish brewing isn't fine fettled. There are how many breweries do you think there are in Scotland, Sam? Twenty-two. Tom. Oh I
1: I mean I would suggest that the number has already gone up by five in the last hour. <laughs> they're, they're about 80.
3: and twenty eight. Um out. and they've been brewing there for five thousand over five thousand years. Uh, did you know the original Scottish beers were brewed with, apparently, hemlock, nightshade and cow dung. Literally. Mm-hmm. You know some they, they throw a lot of crap in beer,
2: don't they? Somebody? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Hemlock
3: yeah. And and nightshade I mean, actually poison. I mean, I mean they were yeah. pretty desperate, weren't they? But they could have just been some cow, on cow dung. Dung? Cow dung. They did put, <laughs> put cow dung in. <laughs> in. No. How many barrels, million barrels of beer were sold in the UK? Scottish barrels. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> You're really one. 108.3 million. Okay, let's <laughs> so, get through the stats. So, okay, stats so <laughs> Can we taste uh, some beer, please, Ben? Yes. So this, the first one we're going to try. Ooh, it's very dark. It's called Harveston Ola which ah, means so engine me? oil. Now I'd say that Ola Dub, D U B H, but yeah. this is uh, Scottish Harveston, so, um, good brewery. Harveston, Harveston, uh, at a very good brewery. Been going. For a lot longer than a lot of the craft brewers. It um, started by a guy called Ken Brooker in a place called Dyke. This
2: doesn't have cow dung in though, does it? It, it doesn't. No, no, no. Bit, no.
3: But it's sharp though. It's very. So this Yeasty, is. tasty. Oh, cheesy.
2: Delicious though. Mocha. Tasty. Yeah, it's when you yum. get through
1: the first sort of.
2: Acrid note.
3: Yeah, so this has been aged in sort of... barrels that would have previously held Highland Park whiskey from Orkney for uh, 18 years. I wouldn't say whiskey on the nose though, would you, Ben? I don't.
1: I'm not no, I get a bit of cheese. I get it's cheese. That's bit, what I just. Said. Oh, did you yeah, say I cheese? Said cheese. Said Sorry, cheese. I didn't hear. it's it sort of sharp, and then cheese. It was almost like a soury, cheesy note. But then you get through it,
3: and like you say, you get into the coffee. Mm. We're not. It's, sort of it's fantastic. Is
2: it high alcohol?
3: Not as high as you think. I don't think, think it's. um It Six. is eight percent.
2: Well, it's higher than I yeah,
3: thought. Yeah, that's high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but something that's been aged. I mean, obviously they have to. If you put something in lower uh, lower ABV into the barrels, it's probably not going to take on as much of the uh, the flavour. But this hasn't been in, aged in whiskey barrels for eighteen years. This has been aged in whiskey barrels that have held Highland Park eighteen mm-hmm. year old. Very so. very impressive barrels, probably worth quite a bit yes. of money. I mean, and, in terms and of and it's got quite a sherry tone. Yeah. Well, and that's where oak. the, the sherryness comes through as well. Mm. And it's obviously. Being brewers, they're surrounded by distilleries as well. And historically, they would have aged beers in oak.
1: Are they based there or are they based? Because I thought they were. Mainland, they based mainland.
3: in uh, called Clackenshire. Right. On the mainland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, they don't, but, they're not owned by. No, the funny enough, the, beer, or... the next beer we're going to taste is from Orkney. But right. don't actually state what whiskey they barrels they aged their beer in. Okay. But this is definite collaboration between Highland Park and Harveston.
1: That's an amazing collaboration. It that's, is. It's a very a good one. Fan, I'm, and i I'm um with that. They
3: have lots of different expressions. This is the top of the range one. Mm. If you like whiskey, it's worth exploring all of these. And unlike some barrel aged and in inverted commas beers or oak aged beers, yeah. these are genuinely aged in barrels. Yeah. So this is,
2: I mean, this is almost <laughs> quite stouty. That it feels yes, to me. Yes, it is a stout. It's all, right. all
3: do is do. Um, it's Gaelic for... Uh, Engine oil, Mm. because the guy who started the brewery was a Ford mechanic. So so anyway, it's a really lovely velvety, there's lots of chocolate notes in Mm. there, there's mocha. It's very complex. It goes really well with desserts. We got this from the guys at Beerhawk, Right. www.beerhawk.co.uk mm-hmm. who are a very good online beer retailer and actually they were very kind they <laughs> said if any listeners want to go and buy this beer or any other beer on their uh, range and they put in the code thinking drinkers either in caps or in lowercase, it doesn't matter, wow. they're crazy guys, um, well, then they get a 10% discount. Oh, there we go, oh, So well done, thank beer you Hawk. to beer Hawk. Um Not
1: only are we giving you information for your ears, we're giving you discounts. Yeah,
3: it's a gift that keeps on giving. So oh, um you can boy. buy Oladu and all other beers there. So that, that's that one, and there's a similar one, and this has not been given to us by anyone. This is for my own personal collection, and I do believe this is actually worth quite a lot of money. Ooh. So you guys better like this you well know, I'm, I'm familiar it. with this so if you want you can be modest with me whoa, 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 whoa. a good okay so it's just got a swing top top
1: <laughs> Sam's just pointing to a bottle of rum that's just in our room and asking if it's for her no, no it's, it's not.
3: not it was actually I don't
1: know someone, what it's there we just carry around it's the Diplomatico Reserva yeah, exclusive listeners which Sam has become infatuated with well it's yeah. my birthday um, yeah Yeah. not yet. Yet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay so this is from the Orkneys which is kind of like a what would you say? Uh, it's all a bit Hobbit, say. this Hobbit land. Yeah, there it? are
1: no trees grow there. It's quite an outpost yeah, Northern oh, and then, of the Scottish. And, realm. and the Orkney
3: Brewery, has got like, if you look at the logo, it's all a bit kind of.
1: Well, interesting. They've got. Tre- oh, no, they're stones. It's I all thought a there were bit trees and trees broken. on the but, this I I trees there. This is another
2: very deeply do coloured.
3: It's another dark, stouty. stouty porter, dark malts, chocolatey malts. You're comparing like for like. Very similar in
1: their approach. Wow. Wow, that is licorice, isn't it, Ben? My goodness, that was a that punch of licorice this is like also eight in a bottle. On. That's incredible. I want some sherbet drink. to go with that. Mm.
3: Some no that sherbet. Very cigari. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: That has nice Bitter.
3: <laughs> but that has been um sat in my uh I, I'd say cellar, but oh. it's I don't have a cellar. Oh, it's wine a, rack, a wine rack yeah. in the kitchen for Peasant. I think for about 4 years. So that's been maturing in a bottle, and it is <laughs> again. <laughs> Your eyes are just. I'll have up. a pint of that. No, it is really very viscous. It's a you know this is we got it in whiskey glasses, and, um, and people get searched. very excited about this. It's yeah. limited edition. Crikey, ten percent alcohol. Ten percent, and it's from the Orkneys, and it's I mean it is a big, big whiskey beer. Mm. It
2: basically does taste like licorice. Mm. So if it does. you ba- if you like.
3: If you don't like licorice, you're in. If I, you don't I, like licorice, you might not it. like it. Yeah. And
1: while we don't want to talk about the whiskies with, with uh, Burns and get too uh, clichéd about Burns Night, uh, we, we're big fans as beer and spirits drinkers, aren't we, Ben, of pairing yes. beers with whiskies. And I would stick... Yes. And the beauty of putting something like that next to a single more whisky is you start to really appreciate the sweetness and the ageing process of a whisky and how the wood gives it
3: some sweetness. And also, you don't want to go contrast. too bit, I think... For the Do, you'd obviously go for the Highland Park. It would be mm. daft not, not to. But with yeah. something like this, I think you can, for a bit of contrast, go for something a little Contrast? Lighter. Contrast. So deal. is oh, it? Like, coming um, from? Contrast. Somewhere up north now. Contrast. For American
2: Boys. Um, so is that something that's quite nice? Doing, like, drinking <laughs> yeah. beer and whiskey together? Definitely a boilermaker. Yeah, yeah, boiler yeah uh, oh, it's, it's something i have been done, oh, well, yeah. for,
1: for 10 years, really. More,
3: 15. I mean, it's actually mm. our that's what's chosen... That's
2: what called, a boilermaker. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I
3: mean, the boilermaker comes from blue collar America, Pittsburgh apparently being the birthplace of it where people come off shift after a long day. Oh actually build a stuff, having, having, a, having beer a beer and, and having yeah. a whiskey. Yeah. Wearing boiler suits maybe. Oh. Yeah. Making boilers.
1: Uh, but it was big in Scotland as well, in Glasgow. Ockintosh and the whiskey, mm. they uh, promote it because the industrial age of Glasgow. Shipbuilding. Oh. When we used to make stuff. Yeah. Great mm. days, great days. When yeah. we had an empire. Yeah. And they'd, make, <laughs> they'd serve up a nice cold beer and a shot of whiskey next to yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what you do with that, I'd say. Put a yeah. nice uh, Orkney mm. single malt next to it. But um,
3: if you're doing dry January, then I think the 25th is. Piss off. Decent <laughs> enough, yeah, decent <laughs> enough <laughs> though. You've done it. Um and Burns Night is a good opportunity to do it and Beerhawk actually do a Scottish beer case ah. of a mixed case with brew dog and An William Brothers um, and no more no more, no more.
1: I, mean? they, I think they closed no. the
3: factory haven't they or something oh yeah but they're still making it they can't really. they moved it over to Germany
1: oh was Germany. to Germany Germany that oh, was <laughs> uh, yeah. um
3: Fine Ales is another great Scottish brewer, and they do lots of light stuff if this stuff's too heavy. So there you are. Oh. Thanks, guys. Really,
2: thank you. Really distinctive. Yeah. I can't quite get my head around them, if I'm honest. Like, no. very flavoursome. I see why it they're,
3: might be they're, um, they're designed for drinking out of a snifter.
2: I mean, with, when would you after drink di- a, with a beer this heavy? At the end of Digestive? Yeah. Mm. Mm.
3: This is not drinking territory right. in any way this is I went with the guy years ago with the brewer to a restaurant in Edinburgh and we tried the whole range of Oladou, mm. and we had it with creme brulee Ooh which is really nice. Like, which really works. I know it's about 80s, isn't yeah. it? It's very 80s. Yeah. I love a crème Yeah. Like oh, my it. God, I love crème Yeah, I do. Bring, I them, like, you Bring them, them Watching
1: back. Blind Date, it's perfect. I like actually Sherba did... Dib Dab um... <laughs> is what we should be talking about, because that is... That's I the had a,
2: a whamber, and it took some of my front tooth out. <laughs> did it? Mm. Yeah,
1: They are sticky. They
2: are bloody sticky. Yeah, I yeah. like the
1: way they explode in your mouth. Love a zingy, zingy. Oh, I I imagine they're full of really good ingredients as well. I must get my kids into that. Yeah, and yeah. um,
2: which means Tom Sandham, yes, you are on next with da, 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 da. A, You're legend, a legend a legend of Good liquor. soundtrack
1: good soundtrack cuz i'm going to talk about <sighs> the uh, Mexicans again and um and, well the Aztecs i thought it was appropriate they used mm. to scrape out the agave plant to mm-hmm. get the pulp and to get the pulque but just as they scraped I will scrape <laughs> the barrel of the <laughs> legend. <laughs> Are you saying you're running out of legends of liquor? I'm by the ben, We've probably got to change this bit on the podcast, yeah, because my legend is a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a horse, but hey. Don't get long-faced about it, Ben. Hey, hey. Don't worry. Is all. it really a horse? It is a oh. horse, and I haven't come up with this one on, off the hoof. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> boom.
1: Come, come on. on. <laughs> nice, nice. Let's gallop forward with this. this I'm this quite different. intrigued to know where you're
2: go- you are actually going with this. Well, Did it's just... a
1: Mexican horse. It's a real horse. It was a real horse. Mm. The horse is a, a blessed animal in Mexico. What's the horse called? We'll, we'll get to that, but just to say that horse it's the, a face? Part, the horse is a big part of Mexican culture. A really an, an important asset during the time of the Mexican revolutions. So this is why they've become upheld as this sort of symbol of freedom and uh, empowerment and the horse, the trusty steed, is an important part of their culture. Well, they are written by people like Emiliano Zapata. Have you heard of Zapata? Zapata Mm -hmm. Zapata at the turn of the 20th century and their bravery was often recorded in songs and perhaps the most famous horse of all was a horse called Siete Legua (laughs) Siete Legua Siete Legua and uh, he was owned by a man uh, of the Mexican insurgency called Pancho Villa. Pancho Villa. Yeah, so there we go. We've got lots of other legendary people. Interestingly, um, Zapata did enjoy a drink. Villa did not. Uh, so when I tried to find um, a legend of liquor, I thought I'll go with Pancho Villa. He does not drink. So Dead naturally I had yeah, to look at I, the people around him. Can I suggest <laughs> <time? laughs> that next time you ignore that fact because no one's going to Don't train. worry, Ben. I've shoehorned drinking to the animal. Horned <laughs> shooting. <laughs> into the animal because the horse that he was on did drink <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's true it was rumored that the horse was rewarded for his nag nerve with a nip of tequila even though his owner didn't even drink it was thought that the tequila emboldened the horse to give them the courage to race wow. into what was almost certain death in a lot of cases because these were pretty horrific bloody battles during the revolutions so he was not only given a little bit to go into the battle he was also given a little bit in his in his bucket at As the a end reward. now i've only got that one from one source but it wasn't Wikipedia, so I'm. Um, <laughs> that wonder- is all you need. I'm you prepared need to- one source. Via was a bit of a show off. He liked to dance. He was pretty good with the gun. He was also a rampant womanizer, and he took this the is ladies. Not he- good, is This is, is good, though. This is good. Listen to this, Ben. You'll like this. He took the ladies he courted through fake wedding ceremonies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you ledge. Uh, <laughs> so they all thought they were getting married to him. And of course they weren't. It was a fake ceremony. He'd probably that get is, pulled up on that in this that day. Well, Mick Jagger got away with it. Yeah. Um, Who got away with it? Did he? Yeah, Mick Jagger. Did he?
2: Well, yes, he when it. he got divorced from Jerry Hanwell... Jerry
1: Halliwell. <laughs> wow. This Jerry. Wow, the lawyers <laughs> are all over this yeah, no. story.
2: <laughs> What's his wife called? Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. Yeah. So um, when they got divorced with Murdoch, Murdoch right? he managed to prove that their wedding wasn't actually legally binding because it happened in some um, holiday hotspot whatever, and he got it annulled.
1: Well, there we go. Well, I I I mean, we're not condoning fake weddings to trick women into believing you're... No. Why would you you go through another one? Yeah. (laughs) I assume you're (sighs) real Ben. Was it real yeah, you are yeah, actually legally yeah, no, married, as am I. You, Sam? Yep. Yeah, we're all legally married. <laughs> yeah. We're checking. i signed I don't know something. I've it was. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of money to throw at something that's not really happening, isn't mm. it? <laughs> but see, he loved his horses for you, as well as all of that, being crafty with the wedding stuff. Uh, much, he was called I mean. the centaur of the north, apparently, because he was half man, half horse, mm. um, and likes being... The
3: centre of, of attention. attention. <laughs> Very good. You should have been a bit
1: quicker on that. And so I heard, but simple... he gave
3: his horse the tequila because it had a sore throat.
1: Oh, but surely he wasn't that big, was he? Though he was just
2: a little horse.
1: And it's just little Come on, you're going to finish it if you're going to set it up. <laughs> Don't expect someone else to take the grief for that shit punchline. Um, now, they, they wrote songs to them. I've got one of these songs, which was specifically oh, for Siete Legua. <laughs> okay. no, right. Siete Legua, e caballo, que ma Estimambambo. Cuando a la silba los trenes se si paraba y relinchaba. Once again, with feeling. Beautiful. <laughs> That's catchy stuff. And my Spanish is going on leaps and bounds. But Siete Leguas was a big cultural horse figure <laughs> in history, to the point where we now have Siete Leguas tequila so he has actually given his name Brilliant. to a very good a very good tequila and the horse still plays a big role in tequila when it comes to traditional methods of making tequila the horse would pull around the tahona stone which crushes the agave so the horse has actually made its way into the production, the production of tequila as well and siete Legras. for those who want to know and you can pick up a bottle of that online i'd go to a specialist store Somewhere like Amethyst or Jerry's Spirit Shop. It's not actually easy to get hold of. You're going to pay about 40 or 50 quid for it. But it is fantastic stuff. 100% Agave tequila. And they age it for 24 months in American oak. So it's a really good tequila. So Siete Leguas, a legendary horse who drank tequila. The other thing we have, which I haven't mentioned, of course, is that the farmers used the tequilas. They blew Mm. tequila up the horse's Uh, nose, didn't they, Ben? We've used that story in our shows before, and it invigorates the horse and makes them more productive. But I didn't know this. No, but it
3: was donkeys, wasn't it?
1: Donkeys predominantly, Ben, wasn't it? What? (laughs) An (laughs) ass. Definitely up its nose, Ben. Definitely (laughs) up its nose. There we go. And more material like that can be heard in our shows, which we'll be starting again in a few weeks, be the first. Yeah, um, um, but farmers blowing up the nose. I didn't know this. This is an actual thing. It actually gets you closer to yeah. the horse, and also it's important if you're a vegetarian. The first thing you do with a horse is blow up its nose, and then it knows that you're a safe person. It has confidence in you. Really? Farmers blow, they call it. And interestingly, they say if you they become jittery if you've just had meat. If you're a carnivore, they know it, and they become a bit more jittery, which must be particularly pertinent. If you're French. <laughs> <clears throat> that's the end of that, Well, um,
2: thanks, Tom. That was definitely the weirdest Legend of Liquor yeah. to date. And um, I, enjoy, I like the kick I, in the tail though. I uh, enjoyed it immensely. Uh, which brings us to the end of oh. today's podcast. Well done, I think
3: that's man, been thanks. one of our best ones. Really I do. really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. Well done, guys. Oh. Yeah.
2: Thanks, listeners. A pleasure as always. Until next time. Ciao for now. Ciao
3: for now. Bye. This
2: was a Grand Cru podcast from 7 Digital.
0: Hold up.